Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. It is the season of Advent, and that video there is part of the series we have on our Wednesday nights, Witness His Majesty. We're going to explore those kind of on the outside of the story, the birth of Christ, and what it was like for them, and the story that they tell as we look into Scripture, and what that means for us as that story of what it might have been like for the wise men to reflect on reading these ancient scriptures, these ancient prophecies of the one who was to come. For our Sunday mornings in the season of Advent, we're going to focus on the traditional themes of the candles, the traditional themes of Advent. This first Sunday is hope. Hope. Well, let's start with a question. The question for you is this. What is your hope for the remainder of 2021? Now give that some thought. Maybe right away things start bouncing in your head. Like you say, I hope that next year we'll have a winning team. Maybe. No one said new coach yet. (laughs) New coach. Maybe. You know, what do you hope for the remainder of 2021? Maybe you hope that as we come to the end of 2021, the whole COVID thing will just be better. Anyone have hope for that? You know, or as you look into 2022, you know, but sometimes things change. I mean, we were hoping, we're still hoping that we can, right after Christmas, maybe go to Poland, the Czech Republic, and Hungary, spend some time with our daughter. But COVID is changing things up, and that may not become the reality. We're still hoping that it might be. Maybe you're hoping that your relationship will be better, your relationships with your family members, your friends, especially if they've been strained through people with different ideas about COVID or politics. Maybe you're hoping that you'll find someone. Maybe you're hoping that your health will be better, that your finances will be better. You're hoping that something is going to be different than what it was. Maybe you're hoping you get that perfect Christmas gift. So we're going to explore hope. We talk about hope, and again, as we looked at the end of this year, as it comes to an end, and as we look at the beginning of the new year, what is it that you hope for? What is your hope? Well, as we talk about hope, you know, let's kind of define hope a little bit. First, we talk about hope by talking about optimism, because hope is different than optimism. Optimism is defined this way, choosing to see any situation how circumstances would work out for the best. So choosing to see in any situation how circumstances can work out for the best. So you look at the situation and you kind of say, ah, you know what, I'll see the best in this situation. I'll hope for the best. So maybe for the next season in the Husker football, we can do what? Hope for the best. And maybe it will happen. Take on the Huskers. Oh, you know, but again, hope is different then optimism, optimism, especially biblical hope. We talk about biblical hope. We're talking about something more. Let's define hope this way. Hope is to expect with what? Confidence. A sense of certainty. So someone or something on which hopes are centered. And that really helps us understand biblical hope. Because biblical hope is centered on someone. Biblical hope is centered on a God who is faithful to all of his promises. The God who expresses that faithfulness most especially in Jesus. 
Let's read together these words from Isaiah 8:17. I will wait for the Lord who hides his face from the descendants of Jacob. I will hope in him. Hope is, biblical hope especially, is in who? It's in God. It's in the one who is faithful to all of his promises. So let's put Isaiah's setting in the you know, context here. In case you're not familiar with the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah did not live in the happy circumstances, happy situations. It was a dark time. In fact, some of the other words that you may be familiar from the words of Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, speaks about that darkness, about a light coming into the darkness. It's a dark time because Israel, the people of Judah, they have been carried away into captivity. They're being threatened by war. Things are bleak. God is judging his people. And everything looks what? It looks hopeless. It looks uncertain. And the the people, if you look at just the circumstances they were in, you would think Isaiah would say there is no hope. Yet Isaiah, in the midst of the circumstances, expresses these words here. I will hope in him. Hope in God. As we think about the circumstances that are part of our lives right now, not only as a world, as a nation, as a community, think about the circumstances that you're in right now, personally, as a family, the hope that we have for the remainder of this year, the hope that we have for the new year to come, is in Him. It's in Jesus. In fact, here's the truth. This is the truth. It's God's past faithfulness that motivates hope for the future. It's God's past faithfulness that motivates hope for the future. Because our hope is not, again, in our circumstances, not in our situations, not in the circumstances, you know, we'll get better, or that we can see the best in all circumstances. Is that our hope is in who? Jesus. I was expecting more of you to respond. You still are sleepy because of pie and turkey. Our hope is in who? Okay, that's better. And if you're watching online, I hope you said the same thing, Jesus. Our hope is in Jesus. We'll explore some of the words of hope. There are a lot of great words in the scriptures about hope, both in the New Testament and the Old Testament. Old Testament, excuse me. And two great Hebrew words for hope. One of those Hebrew words for hope is the word yachal. Yachal means to wait for. To wait for, you kind of think of like, you know, the kids, you know, when you were a kid, you know, maybe you were waiting for Christmas Day and opened up the presents. Anybody get excited about Christmas? Anyone not a kid yet still a kid and get excited about Christmas? You guys are like sleeping. Come on. Hey, it's Christmas. There's presents. You know, you're excited. There's a sense of waiting and you're, you know, you're just waiting for that to happen. Or more in a biblical story, Noah and the ark. You know, the floodwaters came, Noah and his family in the ark, and, and now the waters begin to recede, and they are waiting as the ark rests there. They are waiting for dry ground so they can step out of the ark. Kind of think about being locked away and locked down. They were locked down in the ark. And now they're in anticipation of waiting. That's Yahal. Yahal, call, sorry is that sense of waiting, much like Noah was waiting for the waters to recede. Another great Hebrew word for hope is the word kava. Kava means to wait for. 
much like the other one did. But it's got a different root word. The root word for kavah is rooted in the word like for a cord, when a cord is under tension. So when something is under tension, if you ever feel like you're in tension in your life, you know, or if you have a muscle or something that's, that's tense, you know, you get a cramp, and then when it's gone, you kind of got that, ah, oh, it feels so good. And that's that kind of sense that we have here. That word kava is a sense of tension, and there's that, that waiting for that release. There is that expectation and the answer to that expectation. Two great Hebrew words that we don't quite capture when our English translates those words of hope that help us understand what it means to have hope. Because again, biblical hope is based on a person, which makes all the difference. Biblical hope is based on the one that the prophets foretold long ago. Biblical hope is based on what God had done for his people again and again. How he had saved them from one moment, from one tragedy to another tragedy. How he brought them out of slavery in Egypt. And how he promised again and again that there is one who is coming. There's one whose arrival is living hope. That he, that Jesus is hope incarnate. So let's take a look at some of these other passages. Psalm 130, I love this psalm. 130, you may be familiar with the psalm. It actually starts out with the words, you know, out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord, O Lord. Let your ears be attended to my cry for mercy, my cry for help. But the words here, verses 5 and 7, let's read this together. I wait for the Lord. O Israel, put your hope in the Lord. See, again, you know, we got the sense of waiting and hope, but these are two of those great Hebrew words. That word yachal and that word kavah. Yachal, again, means to wait for, like waiting for Christmas Day and the presents to open, or Noah and his family waiting for the dry ground to appear, and kavah, to wait for, something that is under tension that is looking for that release. Psalm 130 would actually say, I kava for the Lord. Kava means, again, tension and release. So I kava, I wait for the Lord. I'm under this tension. I feel this pressure, and I'm waiting for this release that God is going to provide. I wait for God. He's the one that's going to provide that release for me. And then as it continues, verse 7, O Israel, put your hope in the Lord. O Israel, put your yachal in the Lord. That kahal is that sense, again, that waiting on God, that waiting in anticipation and trust, that waiting like the kid wanting to open up the presents on Christmas Day, that waiting like Noah, waiting for the dry ground to appear. All of this is centered, again, not on the circumstances and the situations, but on him who was faithful, on him who's proven himself again and again to be faithful and true to all of his promises. Here's another psalm. Psalm 39, verse 7. Let's read this together. And now, O Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. And you probably could guess there are both Hebrew words in this portion of the psalm. Oh, now, O Lord, for what do I wait? For now, O Lord, what do I kavah? Again, kavah is the one under tension. And so you're looking for that release. So how now, Lord, I feel this tension. I feel this, this tension in my life and the situation, the circumstances I find myself in. And I'm waiting for this release. That kind of, 
moment. And as the psalm continues there, my hope is in you. My yahal is in you. My Lord, I know that I can, in the circumstance I'm in, I know that you will be there. I know as Noah knew that the dry ground would appear, that he could trust God to be true to his faithfulness, true to his promises. I know I can wait and trust you. I can find relief in the promises you offer, in the faithfulness to who you are, and I can find relief and promises in who you are as the one who provides and cares for me and cares for us all. See, this is the truth for us as we talk about hope in this Advent season. It is God's past faithfulness that motivates hope for the future. It is God's past faithfulness that motivates hope for the future. And ultimately, that faithfulness is revealed in who? It is revealed in the one whose birth that we will celebrate in just under 30 days. Oh, a little more than 30 days. I can't count. I have no hope for math. Uh, In a little more than 30 days, we'll celebrate the birth of Jesus. The one who is the hope. The hope in flesh. The one who came. Not just to be born as a cuddly little baby lying in a manger in an activity scene. But the one who came to live in the circumstances and the situations of humanity that is broken by sin. The one who came into our lives. The one who came to give his life for us. God's faithful promise. A promise made long ago to Adam and Eve. A promise made again and again to his people. And a promise made again to you and I today. That God is faithful in Jesus. So when we talk about what is our hope, what is your hope for the remainder of 2021? What is your hope for 2022? The answer is... Okay, some of you got it. The answer is... Jesus. Because our hope is not in our circumstances or seeing the best in those circumstances. Our hope is in no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, no matter what we're facing, our hope is in Jesus. God's living hope. God's faithfulness in the flesh. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise that you are a faithful God. We give you thanks and praise for the hope that we have Because the hope we have is not based on our circumstances that they'll someday get better. Though we do pray they will get better, Lord. Our hope is in you, Jesus. You who promised to always be with us. You who gave your life for us on the cross. You who burst forth from that tomb on Easter morning. A living Savior and our living hope. Lord, fill us with that hope. That you would be the center of our hope as we go forth from here today as we go into the remainder of this year and into the new year, that regardless of the circumstances, the situations that we face, you alone are our hope. We pray this, Jesus, in your powerful name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.